windows, and he stared through the red and black gore-strewn windows. It hadn't been the job that had made them this way. It was them, those infants in their goddamn ring. Matthew stalked forward. He would get the ring and he would get it now, or they would all die, every fucking one of them. His right claw slammed into one of the plexiglass panels, and a crack raced out to either side. The second blow sent shards of the material falling down into the room below. Stepping forward, Matthew dropped easily into the enclosure. The table, strewn with oddments, fell away from him as he landed. Swords, dice, armor, gems, jewelry, and coins, both precious and mundane, rolled and clinked away. Looking up from the wealth strewn beneath him, Matthew paused. He was tall enough that he could look past the privacy screens, and something decidedly odd was going on inside the cells. The air was solidified around Brandon, giving him a faint, luminescent blur. The same occurred around Timothy and Adam. After a bit of time, Michelle... Just as the blurry luminescence went up around Michelle, Matthew decided he could ask about it once he had them all before his claws. He stepped forward. Pain! Agonizing, excruciating pain. The world went white and sound like a thousand furnaces flung wide beat against him. Matthew screamed soundlessly as his flesh burned. His eyes popped and ran, the fluid from them turning to steam as it rolled down his scorching cheeks. His carapace popped and tore away, and the pure white light burned into his exposed tissue. Matthew screamed until the flames burned out his vocal cords, until his face melted to cover his mouth, until all reality was nothing but unending agony. The Abyss Matthew Banks came back to himself in brief, agonizing moments, in flashes of awareness before his mind would flee from the agony of his healing body. Eventually, the pain found a balance, a place where it was just beneath the threshold of unbearable torture. Matthew hung in the darkness, blind, deaf, and dumb, his burned and blasted body a collection of torments from his cracked exoskeleton to the burned-out holes that had been his eyes. The pain was so great that he could feel nothing else. Matthew screamed soundlessly, and the darkness of his blindness swallowed up the sound. Time passed. <laughs> Mr. Banks! Queen Kate chuckled as he blushed furiously at the ribald jest. Really? You are just too much, Ambassador Banks! Matthew leaned back in the comfortable chair and sipped tea as Queen Kate laughed. They were in her sitting room at Buckingham Palace. Matthew was here as an honored guest, an ambassador from the United States. <laughs> I really should not have told you that joke, Your Majesty. Matthew smiled, taking another sip of tea. <laughs> no, no, the Queen insisted. I asked for the most ribald joke you knew, and that was a good one indeed. <laughs> Not that whole, indeed. She tittered and leaned back to sip from her own thin porcelain teacup. Matthew liked the queen. She had an earthy sense of humor, and she knew how to have fun. 
as one of the heads of an ancient monarchy. He supposed Queen Kate had to have a good sense of humor to keep herself from being overwhelmed by it all. So, she started again, looking at him over the top of her cup with a playful little smirk. Mr. Banks, you promised me you would tell me about your recent case. The one with all the hoopla about magic? Matthew froze. Magic, your majesty? Ah, uh, everyone knows there's no such thing. Oh, pish posh, Mr. Banks. You Americans can believe that all you like. But we here in the kingdom know better. So do you, from what I have read, Mr. Banks. His mind reeled. What was she talking about? What case? Matthew heard a faint tinkling sound and looked down at his coffee cup. It rattled against the saucer it rested on, his hand trembling.